This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. The Bernstein and Rahimi Show. Andrew Chafin. I mean, I think Chafe, we knew coming in, we had a lot of confidence in from seeing him last year and, and how he competes. Chicago Cubs pitcher Andrew Chafin. Andrew Chafin strikes out the side. YouTube sensation at Chafin Family Farms. I'd like to continue to pump his YouTube channel, maybe have him on the pod. He is exactly who you think he is. Proud owner of a 2001 Ford Ranger. So one of my favorite builds I've ever done was my 2001 Ford Ranger that I bought out in Arizona. Mainly because anybody up north knows it like salt, old vehicles, rusty pieces of junk. Swing at him, that's strike three. Chafin does a good job, strikes out Travis Shaw. He's your mom's favorite pitcher. Started ripping stuff apart, slapping stuff together, and there you have it. Andrew Chafin. There's no skip there. This is true. Andrew Chafin, he's got a nasty sinker. Okay, he's throwing 90, 92 to 95 out of the pen from the left side, and he's doing a lot of fixing up of random objects. That is Andrew Chafin. Andrew Chafin with Bernstein and Rahimi on the score. Wow, that's tight. How about that? Let's talk to Andrew Chafin. He is on Twitter at BigCountry1739. I'm going to have to suspend one of the rules here, and that has to do with anybody who is holding a fish in their Twitter avatar and uh, what I have said about that. But we will, he's got, I, I, th- I think it's a trout. I can't tell if it's a trout or a salmon in the picture. It's a big one, whatever it is. He joins us on the Alpamani Nissan hotline, Alpamani Nissan on North Avenue in Melrose Park at APNissan.com. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing wonderful this morning. How are y'all doing? Good. Is is that a is that a, a rainbow trout, a brown trout in your Twitter avatar? I think it's a rainbow. Um I, I don't know my trouts very well, but I know it was a good fish. Yeah, it was. Uh we need to ask you how the new car is. I think you're calling it the beater bird. I was dying laughing at your Twitter when you asked where the best place was to do burnouts and donuts in town. Uh tell I was me first of a friend on that one. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. We will we will hold all plausible deniability and and go with that. Uh as far as the truck is concerned, so take us through your mental process here cuz I think you could have parked it in the city, but there's a whole reason you wanted this Firebird, which I think is just tremendous. Well, the truck I got it the, the, the overall length of that truck's about 22 feet. So it takes up two spots lengthwise and it's just as wide as a semi. So you know, you get those little tiny roads with cars on both sides, and you can't fit past people driving. So I needed something a little bit more tiny. 
And how did you get hooked up with the car? Because I saw the picture you tweeted. It's it's pretty great. Well, I'd put out on there. I was just asking the fans, like, hey, anybody got an old car? And then, long story short, it turned into a uh, local uh, dealership getting a hold of me. And they went out of their way and found me a really nice you know, older, older Firebird. It worked out great. Now, are you going to alter it in any way? Because I, I, I see a car like that, and I imagine you can you know, cut a nice big square hole in the hood and get a big air intake thing going on there. there you can, there's all kinds of fun to be had. Well, at this point in time, if I can convince my wife, I'm going to leave the outside exactly the same and drop a, uh, probably about a 450, 500-horse stroker in it this yes. fall, hopefully. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I we found out it's it's eight cylinders. I thought that was a six cylinder car. I was wrong. Nope it's it's got the little five liter V eight. Um, I think it's running on most of the cylinders right now. I haven't had a chance to go through and do a full tune up on it yet, but it's still getting me from A to B, and it, it's fun to drive. Where and when did you learn all this mechanical stuff? Is this something that you you just sort of accrued over time? Did you grow up in in, a, in some kind of shop or a garage? How does this come so naturally? I, I don't know. I wonder this myself. Like I, I look at stuff and I, I have a, a mechanical mind mindset, whatever you want to call it. And uh, every, everything I look at, I just try to figure out how it works. And it kind of just translates into, you know, being able to look at something, take it apart, put it back together, fix it or, or whatever it needs to be done. I don't know. It's you always we, been like that, I guess. Yeah, you make it sound easy, though. Like a lot of when I watch your your videos, you say, well, oh, you know, I had this jet ski lying around. I had a John boat lying around. There has to be more meticulous planning involved when you're when you're actually when when you it, it, you make it sound very casual, but then when I see it all laid out, it's it, it looks like a military operation. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I kind of just wing it, but like. I just look at something and instantly have a thousand ideas for it. And I think of like what I want the end product to look like. And I kind of work backwards from there to work forwards from the beginning of the project. And usually stuff ends up lining up for the most part. (laughs) We always appreciate farmers on the show just because of, of everything that goes into that profession and that lifestyle and what you have to do every day. And we also clearly appreciate sports, given that we're a sports radio station. How did you decide that you wanted to choose pitching and still try to keep your farm going on the side to be able to work all of this out? Because those are two very time-consuming lifestyles. Well, I think we need to back up a little bit on the farming side of things. I am by no means a true farmer. We don't. I don't do right. road crops. I lease. I lease out all my tillable acreage, um, and then I got family back home that help take care of the cattle, but. I got the farm like two years ago and it was more or less like a beautiful chunk of property that came up for sale near me and I couldn't pass it up. And I was like, well, this, this is going to make for a perfect playground after baseball. And so if, if we bought a farm, might as well throw some cattle on it and stuff, try to make a little bit of money. And it, yeah, so I'm not a true farmer, but I guess I'm kind of a farmer. It's close enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, too, when I hear the way you talk about the way your mind works, Andrew, when I read the book The MVP Machine and read the way Trevor Bauer thought about himself as almost a a mechanical project, the way that he pitches, the way that the ball comes out of his hand, he may be an extreme case and sort of a beautiful mind here, but do you look at yourself that way and 
pitch lab and being able to know exactly what the cameras are showing and that you and what you do for a living can have that same kind of mechanical scrutiny now in a way that it couldn't even five years ago. I, um, it's funny you bring up that stuff. I don't use any of that. Like I, I let the ball do the talk and if I get an out, it was, mechanics were perfect, great pitch, whatever. I don't really care. I, for me with baseball, I got to keep it simple. I, I can't think about what I'm doing out there. I just got to go and react and just, just rear back as hard as I can and hope for the best. And when I do that, generally speaking, have better success than if I'm out there like, oh, I got to go heater up and in, sinker down away, slider back. I got I to gotta make these pitches perfect. And as soon as I start trying to pitch, I suck. <laughs> it's a good attitude to have. I'm also fascinated by what you did on your all-star break when you were with the Diamondbacks. You got to be in an F-16 at Luke Air Force Base. Tell me about that experience. Um, that, that one's going to be tough to beat in life. I, that that might have been the peak of my life at that point. Um, sorry, honey. I hope you're not listening to that. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not every day you get an opportunity to go out and uh, – go through and we ended up doing like a legitimate training session and he's like if you start feeling woozy or anything just let me know and we'll stop i'm like dude you can't fly this thing hard enough to get me woozy and we were out there pulling nine g's and i was giggling like a little schoolgirl doing it like it was just a wonderful experience and on the way back after they were done with the mission or whatever he's like hey we got an extra couple hundred pounds of fuel if you want to you want to fly it for a little bit and i'm like okay yeah and I'm like, well, what, what what do you want me to do? He's like, I don't care. I said, hold on. Flip that thing upside down and just gave her hell. It was fun. Yeah, because they take pride in having you lose your lunch, usually on those on those guest rides like that. That's what they want to happen. So it must be a, a rare treat when they get somebody who's like, yeah, that's great, more, more, more. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if I was them, I would definitely try to make everybody puke because that would be hilarious. But, um yeah, I told him from the beginning. I'm like, dude, I want you to make me sick. Like, like here, here's a challenge for you. Good luck. And I mean, it, it was just, just wonderful, awesome experience. Yeah, the video is great. It's not on your YouTube channel, but the Arizona Diamondbacks have it on theirs. So I recommend anybody who's listening check it out because they, the Arizona Diamondbacks video team went with you to do all of this, and I thought that that was a really cool aspect of it too. That. We got to see the whole process. We were trying on the mask and all of that as well. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a long day, that was for sure. I want to say I'd get up at like 5 or 6 in the morning, get there early, and there's like six hours worth of training, getting uh, fit for the flight suit, the ingress-egress training. Like it was, There was a lot going on with it for just a little, little quick little ride. I want to know about the boat now. This is the other project that interests me because I have I've heard that this is going to be a uh, you're you're aspiring to big things as far as being a Lake Michigan salmon hunter, and I'm just wondering how far along this is going to be because uh, pretty soon where the boats are going to be in the water and people are uh, some of these charters are going to be out there uh, racing out to get some of these fish. Well, right now I haven't had a chance to get it quite set up for fishing. It's still, I guess, technically more of a cruising boat. But I've got the pieces parts sitting here at the loading dock at Wrigley. Um, I need to get them home and get 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 everything slapped on the boat. And then I'm going to be out there trying to trying to get on some fish. If there's any charter captains listening to this, get a hold of me and let me know your secrets. I swear I won't tell nobody. 
<laughs> hey, it's a cutthroat uh, business. Trust you. me, it is. A, it is a competitive business on these waters, and those those same people that you're entreating right now are are, are saying, "Wait a second, and don't you think about uh, you know, getting a, a chunk of any of our business here?" They're probably concerned about you. Oh, I don't want to take no business. Anybody wants to go fishing with me, jump on, let's go. I ain't charging nothing. I mean, you can help pay for fuel, though. <laughs> uh, we do have a texter from 815 texting into the station saying, please tell Andrew that I would be glad to lease any farm acreage that he would like to purchase in north, north central Illinois. That's from Farmer Dave, who listens to our show. <laughs> so I just wanted to pass that along. Uh, I also think it's really cool that you're not just using your land for what we discussed already and all the whether it's the equipment you build for something that's fun you're also doing it to help out like i saw that you used your tractor backhoe to help clear out storm debris out of a local park yeah the park is right right down the corner from right around the corner from my house and we had a big storm rip through and a bunch of big trees down on the playground equipment and uh one of my buddies his grandpa actually runs the park and I saw the stuff sitting there for a couple of weeks and I was like, Hey, like we got this equipment sitting here. If you'd like some help getting everything cleared up, I can, I can bring it down and we get everything cleaned up. And it worked out great that we were able to go help them. And I mean, save them a good bit of money. So it's a win-win for everybody, I suppose. And I have to tell you, with the the look that you're you're rolling with right now, it makes me feel good. As uh, somebody in my in my early fifties, you look like relief pitchers are supposed to look because that's what I grew up with. And every next guy coming out of the pen had that hair and that stash and just the the whole thing. It just it makes me feel like a kid again. And I don't know if what comparisons you've heard. I'm sure people have mentioned Dick Tidrow, who is just sort of the 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 archetype guy out of the bullpen and i'm wondering does that does that factor into your look or is it just sort of you know how you're feeling at any given time um no that honestly the whole reason i kept my hair is because my daughter has her hair is starting to grow out a good bit now and uh she got long really curly hair it makes my hair look almost straight and uh i was like well i gotta make sure everybody knows she's my kid so i gotta leave my hair long because usually usually i have it shaved all season and uh I've always wanted to see what it'd look like if I let it grow out. And a bunch of the guys were telling me in spring, don't cut your hair, don't cut your hair. It's awesome hair or whatever. And I'm like, okay, we'll just go for it. See what happens. Well, the pictures on online have just blown up. We love that you became this social media sensation, especially when you're wearing the obvious shirts. Failed starter is a hilarious shirt. Baseball player was great too. What did you think of just the popularity that grew around just – really the image and like the lifestyle online so far i mean it's it's the whole thing's just been really fun I, i've never been one to be on social media that much but after yeah, come here i was like oh let's just let's try to change things up a little bit and try to have a little bit more fun on that side of things and you know inter- interact with the fans a little bit more and like i said it's just been really fun so far and can't wait to see what it turns into what did the sweep of the Mets mean for this team? It, it seems like the Cubs at nine and nine right now, after everything the offense has been through and, and just the, the way the season has started. I, I guess you got to be be pleased to be sitting where you are. Oh, most definitely. I mean, there was a handful of games that could have easily went the other way, and uh, you know, obviously we hadn't been swinging it well earlier on, and we were still almost five hundred the whole time. I think, like, like. 
for me, that says we've got a really good team. We can be playing, you know, quote unquote bad, but still be competing. And we, we start clicking a little bit more like these last few games and just keep the ball rolling like that. And uh, we're going to be dominant. Yeah, to me, that's huge to have that sweep going into the series with the Brewers, who are right now sitting at the top of the division. You, as well as anybody as a baseball player, knows that stringing good games like that together can really help change the momentum of of a season or at least a month that we've seen in April. So how do you take that moving forward, knowing that it is a bit of a confidence booster? I mean, for me personally, I I don't think about any of that stuff. I've I've got one job. That's when that phone rings, they call my name, I go out there and pitch. I I try to keep everything as simple as that. Like, I I don't worry about anything or – I don't worry about stuff I can't control. Like, that stuff's out of my hand. All I can worry about is what happens up until I release that pitch. And that's how I have to – that's how I approach everything with this. Just keep it simple and, yeah, that – about all I got on that. <laughs> you you made a couple references to your wife, and at one point I think you said something about if it's okay with your wife that the alterations that you were going to make to the Firebird right here. What is do you, do you have to run stuff past her, or does she know that sometimes there's just going to be loud um, uh, mechanical noises coming from a shed somewhere, and that's just you being you? How, how much of a team effort is it? How much permission is required for some of this stuff? Well. Um... We all know the term, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> so I just, I, I try to abide by that as much as I can. Um, but no, she keeps me in check from buying too many projects and getting too many different things going on at once. Because, I mean, if it was up to me, my backyard would probably look like a junkyard with just projects laying everywhere. So she, she helps me keep, uh, I keep everything in check with that. And does your daughter get to partake in some of this stuff? Does she enjoy it? Uh, so far, she does. She's almost three, so she's not big enough to really do anything yet. But every time I take her out in the shop with me, she wants to get in the hammer drawer, grab a hammer, and start hitting on things and sit there and play with wrenches. And I think she was about two years old when we were out there. I gave her like a nut and a bolt, showed her how to like you know, just thread it on there and take it off. And she was just sitting there playing with it for like 10 minutes. Just, I, I think she's uh, got a chance of being my little mechanic buddy. So I'm going to try to keep that one going. What was, the first, what, what was the first real project you did? What was the one thing where you said, hey, this, I have something in my mind that I want to do, and you did it, and you got that feeling of completion and satisfaction that led to more? Um, I, probably, I was, shoot, I was like 10 or 11 maybe. My grandpa gave me an old snowblower that didn't run, and I was able to take that engine apart, put it back together, and got it running. Um. So at that point on, it's like, hey, I can do this. But I guess as far as like a, a real vehicle, I had a uh, it was a '79 F-150 I was redoing. I had an automatic transmission, which was ain't fun to drive. So I ended up finding a donor truck. And my first big project was taking all the like the manual transmission out of the donor truck and swapped everything over to the the project truck. And once that worked, I was like, oh, I, I can definitely do all this. Let, let's go. This is gonna be fun. What is your dream project? Like a build or like some sort of mashup? What would be the dream? Oh, uh, well, let's see. You get yourself a F-350 crew cab long bed. You get a Dodge truck to pull the engine out of it. And you get a Chevy to pull a transmission out of it. And you put it all in the Ford body. Hemi? No, Cummins. 
Oh, uh, I'm not really much for uh, gas or engines, except for in little sports cars. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. We really appreciate it, Andrew. <laughs> well, thank you. Andrew Chafin, a uh, baseball character unlike uh, we've had here in many years. Really, really appreciate it. Look forward to talking again soon. Yep, thank you for having me. I'll have a good one now. Thank you. That is Cubs left-handed reliever Andrew Chafin. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.